Welcome to the conclusion of Pastor Tim's message, A Mother's Prayer, from Luke chapter 18, 1 through 17. When Jesus said to Jerusalem that he wanted to draw them close to himself, like a mother hen wants to gather her chicks close to her, he expressed the heart of every godly mother to pray protection and guidance on their children. Praise God for the godly mothers who pray with and for their children. Here's Pastor Tim. So moms, you just stay dogged. You just keep on keeping on. All right? So Jesus opens this 18th chapter with this parable about prayer. But he's not through talking about prayer. He's not through talking about a mother's prayer life or a dad's prayer life or an individual's prayer life. There's a second parable that follows this one. Read it with me. Look, if you will, beginning in verse number 9. He says, Also, he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. All right, so let me, let me, let me stop there for just a moment before we read the parable. So the first time, he teaches this parable to say, you know, don't give up. Don't, don't quit. Don't lose heart. You continue to pray. Just as he says at the end of verse number 8, when he comes, will he really find faith on the earth? You continue to pray, displaying your own faith, but also praying for the faith of the person that is the object of your prayer. Right? And now there comes a second parable. This parable is not about not quitting or not giving up. This parable is what? It's to put you in your right place. He says, this parable is for those who trusted in themselves. If he's looking for faith on the earth, the faith that he's looking for is not faith in yourself. Sometimes you'll hear somebody say, you know, the first thing you need to do is to forgive yourself. The Bible didn't say that. What, what authority do you think you have to forgive yourself? If you could forgive yourself, Jesus didn't need to come and die. He's let you handle it. You need His forgiveness. You need to be right with Him. It is saving faith that leads to living faith. Where every day I trust Him, every day I believe in Him, every day I'm praying because I believe that God can do more than what I'm asking Him to do. I trust in myself. Not that I'm righteous. But notice this next phrase here at the end of verse number 9. Not only did they trust in themselves... But they despised others. It's not that I trusted myself right here along with my peers. It's that I need to be head and shoulders above my peers. If I could step on them, then I can be just a little bit higher. Listen to this parable, beginning in verse number 10. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. 
the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. I underline those three words in my Bible. Thus with himself. And right out to the outline I put, what a useless prayer. It is, isn't it? But there are times when our prayer life is just as useless as that prayer for the very same reason. We think, God knows my thoughts. God, God, God knows where I am. He knows where I am in my attitude. He knows where I am in my actions. He, 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 knows, what I, he knows what I believe. He knows. You know, he, he knows. You still need to pray. Just because He knows. He still commands you to pray, demands you to pray, desires for you to pray, not with yourself, who is powerless, but with Him, who is omnipotent. All right, so the Pharisee's standing there, and he prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I'm not like other men extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be abased, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. A mother's prayer is deferred. A mother's prayer is deferred. She's not only praying for herself, She's praying for somebody else. She doesn't look at herself and say that she is better than other people. She doesn't look at herself and compare herself with other moms to say that she's the better mom. She doesn't compare herself to her own mother and see that she's a better mother and the other more suited to be a grandmother. She doesn't compare herself with anyone else. She knows. She has this innate sense that as much as she is praying for that child and praying for somebody else, that it is her who stands in the need of prayer. It is she who needs strength. It is she who needs direction. It is she who needs wisdom. And yet her prayer is focused on somebody else. This Pharisee sees, I mean, we could say the need in the life of the tax collector. But he sees it only as a comparison. A mother sees it with compassion. She sees somebody that can be helped. And so she defers her prayers away from herself and on to this other person. 
genuine humility is a great trait. Now, not in the eyes of the world. The world doesn't care and doesn't even want you to be humble. But God cares about that. You know, there's only one time in the Scriptures where Jesus described Himself. If if we were to take a poll in here, how would you describe Jesus? Somebody would say, well, He's loving. He is forgiving. Somebody would go through the, the three omnis, Right? He's omnipotent, He's omnipresent, He's omniscient. We may go through a whole host of His attributes. But Jesus said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in spirit. Of the two qualities that Jesus could have chosen for Himself, I don't think those are the two that I would have picked. Those are the two that He picked. You find a mom who's gentle. You find a mom who is genuinely humble. You find somebody who walks like Jesus walks. You find someone with a heavy hand. In a hard heart, in a closed mind, you don't find somebody who's acting like Jesus. But you do when you find someone who will exalt them, I mean, who will humble themselves and who waits for Jesus to exalt them if he even ever chooses to. There's one more I want to share with you today. That is that a mother's prayer is directed. It is directed. Notice what follows these two parables. An an immediate, an immediate miss. You know, you're watching a basketball game, you're coming down to the very end. That professional basketball player has a free throw that will tie or win the game. I mean, every eye's on him, right? He bounces a ball once, he bounces a ball twice. Sweat drips from his nose like it's dripping from mine. (laughs) He aims it, and Shaquille O'Neal shoots an air ball. That's the disciples. Jesus has just given them two parables. One to say, don't lose heart. Better to say, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. And notice what happens. Then they also brought infants to him, that he might touch them. But when his disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called to him, but Jesus called them to him and said, Let the little children come to me. And do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. They're not directed, are they? They're they're self-centered, they're self-functioning. We don't want these kids getting in the way. 
Kids, get out of the way. Get them, leave Jesus alone. There's some adults who need some time with Jesus. Those kids need it too. The next generation in America is desperate for a touch from Jesus. We are desperate for that very same kind of touch. The direction is this. In the same way that Eunice and Lois prayed for young Timothy that he would share their faith in the same way that Jesus said after this, after this illustration, this parable on prayer, says when the Son of Man comes, he's looking for faith. The mother directs her prayers with pinpoint accuracy to say, God, maybe you don't get them out of trouble. God, maybe you don't fix their circumstance. God, maybe you do allow them the results of their choices. But oh God, if that's what it takes to lead them to faith, lead them to faith. The mother knows what you know. That there's nothing in life that's more important than that. Let me ask you to bow your head and close your eyes with me for a moment. Are you one that is so blessed in your life that you've had a mother, maybe even a grandmother, praying for you? What do you think God could do in your life and with your life today that might answer the prayers of your dear mother? I'm not saying that you give your heart to Jesus because that's what your mama wants. I'm saying if you give your heart to Jesus your mother will rejoice. Maybe you say, I have given my heart to Jesus. Then let's walk that way. Let's live that way. Honor those prayers, that incense that's been offered up to God. Let Him be Lord. And let your mama be blessed. Father, pray for every person in this room. That every one of them would know that they belong to you. That the relationship that they have with you is real. It is genuine. The faith that they have is saving faith. The faith that they have is living everyday faith. Father, pray that you would bless them in this very moment. That you would draw them close to yourself, closer than they have ever been before. That you would bring revival to them through your presence. 
Father, if there are areas in their life that they need to confess, areas in their life that they need to shore up with you, whatever that takes, let that happen today. For those who need to give their heart to you, may today be the day. In the name of the Father, we pray. Amen. Would you stand with me where you are? Sean's going to lead us in singing. But if I can help you, I, I want to help you. Come on. If you want to come to the altar, spend some time praying there. Come on. Can you imagine a child and his mama, might be a grown child, child and his mama, praying in the altar on Mother's Day. Can't think of anything prettier. Let's pray. Jesus, bless this moment with your Holy Spirit. Lead us and guide us in this moment. Have freedom. Cast away everything that gets in the way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Sean. Pastor Tim wants to thank you for joining us here this week on Brit David Podcast. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at britdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.